0: uh all the kids come up here unless you really want to sit with your parents come on up come on crowing cable come on up be Trent. all right there you go uh y'all come up and you can sit here emily's got a drink you can play with ashley's got coffee down there there's a backpack full of stuff there'll be things to do you can pull these cords apart but y'all kids come on up here real quick and you guys are going to be with me today and so you adults get to hang out with us so y'all grab a seat grab a seat yeah grab a seat sit on the ground you're like dude really i gotta sit on the ground? All right. So uh, anyways. Uh, all right. Come on, Keone. Any other kids want to come down here? You're welcome to come down if you want to act like a kid and come down. Say, so, yeah, I didn't even know what it, I've never laid down during. church. You could actually lay down right here and fall asleep and it all be good, man. So uh, anyways, we're going to do things a little bit different this morning. Um, I got a uh, uh, I got a message from Destiny and she said, uh, all of our children's workers are sick and all of the replacement children's workers are sick. And I'm just telling y'all, stay off the airplanes. Quit going up north and bringing all that junk back down here. But anyways, that's why people would go up north and they come back and they're like, oh, we got COVID. It's like, we didn't have it till you all brought it back. Now stop, all right? yeah, and, and go in the ocean, flush your body and get it all out of there. That's how we do it, All right. So anyway, just giving you a little health benefit thing right there. So, uh, But anyway, so all our kids' workers are sick, and I'm glad that they didn't show up with COVID. How about y'all? So be praying for them. You don't need to know who they are, Dabber, and and people aren't aren't dying on this. You know, they're just home with the flu really bad, and they don't feel good, so they didn't really want to be with your kids today. So anyways, (laughs) Uh, and rightly so. That's good. So. I was thinking, all right, I'm like thinking about uh, last week, I was supposed to preach, continue in uh, Ephesians chapter five. And we were going to talk about, we're starting the passage talking about submission and obedience. And we were supposed to get into wives, submit to your husbands and husbands, love your wife. And dude, this is deep. This is not a surface thing. I've been in churches where we kind of lightly cover this as a surface and blow over it. So we don't have to talk about it. whoo escaped that one. We're going into it, man, and it's a beautiful, beautiful, awesome thing, a way of evangelism to show everybody the relationship between Christ and the church, and so last week, I was supposed to preach it. I was ready, and all of a sudden, right before church, God changed my message, and you know what happened last week, and I preached the message on making decisions last week, and I had confirmation from a number of you that that was what you were supposed to hear last week, and So I know for a fact that that's what God did. So I'm like, all right, here we go, man. And last night I'm looking over and like, this is different. Yes. God's helping me remember everything. Oh my goodness. All these notes, everything's good. And then I wake up this morning and destiny's like, yeah, so, uh, the workers are sick and stuff. And, uh, can we keep the kids up here, uh, today? And I'm like, All right. So do you guys really want to hear about submission on husbands, love your lives like the church? And I'm sitting there thinking, wives, obey your, you know, they do need to hear it. Actually, they do at some point. And I'm like, all right, God, is this the message for these kids today? We're going to have them up front. You guys are all just kids and you adapt, man. That's all 'all y'all. Y'all are kids that have learned how to adapt. So anyways, I'm like, all right, God, are you trying to tell me something? He's like, "Yep, yeah, you're going to change your message again. One day I'm going to get to preach this message. And I'm telling you, man. So if you've been avoiding church thinking, I don't want to hear that. Wife, submit to your husband and husbands love your wife like the church. Dude, you don't know. You're probably never going to come to church again because you don't know when I'm going to preach it. I don't even know when I'm going to <laughs> preach it. So just show up and let the Holy Spirit do what the Holy Spirit wants to do, because I'm telling you, I can't wait. It's burning in my heart because it's different than I've ever heard. It, it It's not some great new revelation, but I think I got it in context now. And it's a beautiful thing that God's trying to do. But today, we're not talking about that. <laughs> today, so right away, I called Chuck up. Chuck, raise your hand back there. Uh, I asked Chuck, I said uh, one time, Chuck, I pick on you too much. And said, no, it makes me feel special. So you are special, Chuck. And uh, I said, Chuck, you got a surfboard, a small surfboard, because all I got is big ones to pull off stuff. I said, Chuck, you got a small surfboard. You guys like surfing? You like surfing? You like surfing? Raise your hand if you like surfing. I know all y'all like surfing, man. And uh, we're going to have a beach day. Uh, This week is going to be on Wednesday. Tuesday, we're paddleboarding. And uh, give me a shout if you want to borrow some paddleboards or if you already have your paddleboards and you want to come with us or you want to use one of the kayaks or whatever, give me a shout, and I'll let you know if I have room on that. Wednesday, we're meeting at Fort Pierce Inlet State Park at 9 in the morning we just kind of show up as family and how many of y'all went last week uh yep yep and you had a good time right it was just kind of chill it was like the old days man it wasn't a little surf camp where it was it was just everybody showed up and we all had fun shoving people into waves y'all want to get shoved into waves this week all right show up man we'll be shoving you into waves all right no problem and uh so anyways uh that's what we're going to be doing on wednesday but so I start praying and God said, I want you to teach him about the surfboard. Usually when we have a little surf camp, we talk about the surfboard and uh, how I see God in a surfboard. And so this is some deep theology today. You guys remember when you were little and now you're too cool for this, like, okay, God can do anything. Remember when? You, but you remember when you were little, man, you guys were like my biggest cheerleaders and all of that. So I need you guys to step up when we get into this. But when we see this surfboard, all right? Um, man, uh, how many of y'all have the have the ability to see a surfboard on a regular basis? Anybody? All right, good, good. And uh and, and if you come out, you'll see it more often, but when you see one, man, I want you to think about how powerful and mighty God is. Because here's what happens in this world. Here's how people grow churches. Here's what theology is about today. Oh, if you have a burden, if you've come here depressed, come to Jesus. He will fix that. If you're broke and you need God to pay a bill, come to him. He'll fix that. If you're in trouble, here it is. Come to God. He'll fi- and, and you know what we've turned church into? What we've turned God into is a Santa Claus, a magic genie. Rub his belly and he's going to meet our needs. And we take verses out of context and we, oh, God's going to do, hey, can God do stuff? if God, you got something broke, can God fix it? Yes, he can fix it. He does. But you know what? Sometimes he doesn't. How many of y'all know sometimes he doesn't fix things, right? The way we want them fixed. That's what happens with us often when we have a God that all he's about is fixing stuff. Man, we get the idea of what fixed is. How many of y'all ever had God fix something different than what you wanted? He fixed it a different way. Yeah. And, and some people get angry and upset with God when he does that. But what we need to do is we need to realize how awesome and mighty and powerful God is, amen? When you have an awesome, mighty God that can do anything, that knows everything and, and is everywhere, do you even care how he fixes it? Do you even care if he fixes it? Because you're only here a little bit. If you can trust and fall in love with this powerful God, then you know what? Whatever happens is cool, right? That's the God-centered theology. We need. So, kids, I-, I need you to help me out a little bit, all right? So, we're going to talk about three things, real super quick. We're going to talk about about. All right, you ready? You guys ready? Are you guys all looking at me? Here, turn around so you can see me. Uh, Esther, I-, I need you to turn around right here. All right, good, good, good. So, I want you to go, God. Uh, come on, start me. Oh, whose kids are these, man? All right, come on. All right, you ready? Are you ready, God? Knows everything. All right. So now that we prepared, can you think you can help me out with that? real quick. All right. You ready? Are you ready to do it at the top? When do your parents ever say, "Shh, be quiet. Don't talk so loud"? Did your parents ever say that? They should. I know yours do. Right? Yeah. I want you to talk as loud as you want right now. Okay. Only when I tell you though. All right. All right. Ready? All right. So we're gonna go. God knows everything. Are you ready? And you can do it loud. And then we're going to see if the adults can do it louder than you. All right, ready? God knows everything. How how many of y'all believe that? How many of y'all believe that, that God knows everything? How many of y'all think you're, how many of y'all are married to somebody who thinks they know everything? Don't raise your hand, don't. But literally, how many of y'all got neighbors in the condo association that they think they know everything, but the only one who knows everything is God, so y'all help me out, all right? All of y'all, y'all got to lead these guys cuz there's going to be some of them going, "God knows everything." No, man. Hey, how important is it? Gary, how important is it for you to know that God knows everything? Yeah, because do you know everything? If Not anymore. You used to? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The quickest way to find out, that's what let them teenagers go out. Let them go out while they think they know everything. The quickest way to find out you don't know everything is to give it a shot, right, Thomas? Yeah. All right. So, you guys all ready? These guys are going to lead you guys. All of y'all help me out. One, two, three. God knows everything. Amen. So, so in this surfboard, there's part of this surfboard that's going to help you remember that God knows everything. First thing I'd like to tell you about, though, with a surfboard, hey, if you were to get job, dropped out of a helicopter and there were like giant waves as big as this, glassy waves right out there, how many of y'all ever like gotten pulled under by a wave? Uh, yeah, it's kind of scary if you if you don't have have a leash on, you're not hooked to a board or anything, but... Would you like to be dropped out behind the big waves with a surfboard so you can ride it in, or without a surfboard so you can go and drown? Which one would you rather have, a surfboard or no surfboard? A surfboard. How many of y'all would like to have a surfboard to at least give it a shot to ride it in? In fact, you know there are people here crazy enough to paddle out there in giant waves, right? and go way out there and do all that just so they can ride it in. But if you went out there without a surfboard, you're drowning. You're going to drown. And that's like people without God. Man, God gives us the ability to thrive. Chuck, do you get excited when there's six-foot glass? Yeah, surf fishermen, are they excited when there's six-foot glass? No, are beach swimmers excited when there's six-foot No, they're getting pounded. You know, so the same circumstance that's making somebody excited is really bumming somebody else out. And so God, like a surfboard, gives us the ability to thrive on waves that would drown someone without a surfboard. Amen? So today you're going to learn to spiritually surf so that you don't drown in the waves that God's given How many of y'all know God makes waves and you don't? Y'all know that? How many of y'all know you do make waves, though? If you don't understand God's making the waves and learn to ride the waves God makes, then you make waves and you cause trouble. So the thing I want to tell you is don't make waves, ride them, all right? Take the wave God has already made and ride it. Uh, Any little wave you can ride, right? Man, big waves you can ride, whatever God makes. Okay, do you guys have fun riding waves? Man, on boogie boards, on surfboards, you have fun riding them? what if you had to make them? Would you ever be able to ride them? No. And you know what? That's what a lot of crazy adults do. They try to make things happen, and then they try to make they try to ride those waves. It's so they spend their whole life trying to make things happen and never enjoy the waves God's given them. Do you care how big or small the waves are on your boogie boards? No, dude, whatever's out there, I'm going for it. Yeah. And that's what God wants us to do. God makes waves. How many of y'all got waves in your life? You've seen waves this last year. Yeah, you know there's waves coming, right? I love the surf forecast, magicseaweed.com. Y'all can look at that. It's always flat except a week out. A week out, it's epic. So you'll look, go and look later. I'm just telling you, God is making waves for us to ride. Don't make waves. Ride the waves God has, realizing he's the ultimate authority. He's Perfected it. He's picked it out for you. Whatever you're going through in life is by His design. And I know it's not what you would design, but it's the one God gave you. And you know what? When you drop in on a wave surfing, do you really know what's going to happen next? When you drop in on a wave, do you know everything exactly how it's all going to go down? No. In fact, a wave is a surprising thing. Sometimes you have no clue. And after it's over, you're like, whoo, that was awesome. Right, Marley? Have you ever been surprised by a wave? yeah, both good and bad, but you keep paddling back out, right? Don't make waves, ride them. And so God the Father, we're going to look at God the Father as this surfboard. So every time you see a surfboard, I want you to think about God. In this surfboard right here, do you guys know what's underneath all of this fiberglass? Do you know if you broke this board in half, you know what would be in the middle of it? Anybody know what's in the middle of it? What? Yeah, soft, squishy stuff. Anybody, y'all know what that's, what's that called, y'all? Foam, it's foam. And let me ask you a question: If how I many? Who's really good at math here? Scott, you're an analyst, right? Good at math, right? All right, Scott. If I were to break this board in half, well, I'm not going to do it, Chuck. But if I were to break this board in half, do you think that you're a good? Are you a pretty good at counting? Yeah. You, oh, he's not. <laughs> His wife said he's not. <laughs> and you're an analyst. Come on. Oh, well, I got machines to count for me. But anyways. Do you think you could count all the holes in, all, in the piece of foam that are there? Do you guys think that in the foam that's here, you know, it's full of little holes, right? Little microscopic holes. How high can you count to? You count to 1,000? Do you think that you could count all the holes that are in the foam? You wouldn't have the patience to do it. Yeah, I, that's a good answer. I like that. I could, but I don't think you can. I do it's a challenge. I don't think you can. How many of y'all think you could count all the little holes in the piece of foam just in this little surfboard? Anybody? You can't. Nope, you couldn't do it either. Even if you had, are you a patient man? Are you a patient man? Is he patient? Yeah, oh, yep, there it is. But uh, seriously, I can't count that high. You can't count all the holes. But you know what all of the holes and all of the foam represents to me? You know what it reminds me of? God's thoughts. Oh, God's thoughts. God has more thoughts about you, bro. More thoughts just about you than there are holes in the foam here. Can you believe that? He only more thoughts to, and more thoughts. He has more thoughts, more thoughts, more thoughts about just you. And God does have the patience, all right? Yeah, I know. That's, our, that's why we need God because he has the patience, right? Do you know that, Chris, there's more thoughts he's had about you today then are there are holes in this foam and so check this out in the scriptures here in psalm 139 listen this guys listen this the the lord he says lord guys talking to god the guy wrote this he said lord you have examined my heart and you know adults tell me what's the next word god what does god know about us did you know god knows everything about you do you even know everything about you Really, do you know what's between your big toe and your little toe? I mean, do you know? Yeah, there's things you don't. Do you even know what's in your nose? No, dude. That's why you're digging around trying to figure it out, right? I'm just saying. We don't know. How many of y'all know you do not know everything about yourself? Do you not? God knows everything about you. Does that not blow you away, Kevin? Have you ever woke up, Kevin, or like, who the heck is this person I'm looking at in the mirror? What is going on? Thomas, I know you have those thoughts all the time because you think a lot, brother. And yeah, the more you think, man, the crazier it gets. But God has already done all the thinking. Lord, you have examined my heart. So he doesn't even know just, hey, how many hairs do you have in your head, bro? You have two. No, dude, you have a lot more. I could pull two and you still have a whole head full. How many eyelashes do you have? Do you know? eyelashes? Oh my goodness. <laughs> how many teeth do you have? How many parasites do y'all have in your body? <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm like, uh, yeah, we don't know any. God knows everything about us, man. He examined my heart. He does. It's not just our eyelashes and our hairs. All right, how many arms you have? Two. We do know that, right? But God knows what's in our heart. He knows what's in our heart. Lord, you've examined my heart, and you know what? What does God know about you? Everything about me. You know when I sit up. Did you know when you sat down, according to scripture, God knew before, and you didn't even sit down yet. So see, you just sat down, and God knew that was going to happen, right? He says, you know when I sit down and when I stand up. You know my thoughts, even when I'm far away. Hey, so for those of y'all that are playing, like Scott over here has learned how to sleep military style in any position he's in. God knows your thoughts when I'm preaching. He knows when you're praying for the rapture to happen, so you'll be relieved on that. God knows your thoughts. That's why Chuck I'm out there surfing, and they're like, "Oh, y'all talk, change your language." Here's the pastor, and it's like, dude, I'm not the judge. <laughs> he already knows your thoughts, even if you don't let him come out of your mouth. He knows them already. He knows your thoughts. You know, when I sit down, you know, when I stand up, he even knows when you can't stand up and you can't sit down, you know, my thoughts, even when I'm far away. So does, so God, know? you can't, can you get so far away that God won't know your thoughts? Can you get so far away where God's like, hmm, I wonder where faith is and what she's thinking about? Uh, Does God ever do that? No, dude, he always knows your thought. You can't go get away from that and that's a good thing. You see me when I travel. Yeah, when you're picking up COVID and bringing it back to Florida, thank you. You you see me when I travel, when I rest at home. How many are like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. You've been doing a lot of resting at home, man, and God's saying, get off your rear end. You're like, well, nobody sees me. I'm at home. (laughs) No, God sees you when you're at home resting. You know what again? what, What does God know? you know everything I do. So help me out again, guys. You ready? You ready? You ready? God knows everything. I didn't see these guys doing it. You got to lead these guys. You guys are leaders, right? And they're the followers today. You guys ready? On the count of three, everybody again. One, two, three. I didn't make this stuff up. This is the word of God right here. God, you know everything I do. You know what I'm gonna say even before I say it. Hey, (laughs) do any of y'all even have a clue what's getting ready to come out of my mouth next? I don't even know what's coming out of my mouth next. God knows it before I'm going to say it. That's comforting. That's why I gotta stay in him. Man, you know what I'm gonna say before I even say it. Lord, you're my boss. You go, oh, look at this, look at this, look at this. Check this out. You go before me and you follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. All right. So, hey, come here, man. Stand up. Stand up up, up right here. Come on. All right. Who wants to stand up? All right. Come here. Stand up. Hey, what's your name again? Sarah. All right. You don't need shoes to stand up, man. Here, you ditch all that stuff. Yeah. All right. So here's Sarah right here. All right. uh, You want to help out, Esther? Come here. Who else? I need two people to help. Come here. All right. And who else? All right. Yeah. All right. There we go. So check this out. Here's Sarah. She's it it, it goes. Did y'all like switch me up here? Uh, Oh, I messed up, messed up. Oh. Take me back to he's before me and knows me before me and in front of me here. You got me? Oh, here it is. All right. So here's Sarah. All right. So this is what it's saying about God. You go before me, and you go behind me. (laughs) You check this out. If this is you and this is God. God, you're a God sandwich as you're going. Do you see that? God has already been where you're going to go, and God's right behind you when you go. Is that cool? Man, do you like being in a God sandwich? Dude, I love being in a God sandwich. All right, grab a seat, man. I'm going to find some people who do do love being in a God sandwich. Do y'all love being in a God sandwich? God is before me. Everything you're getting ready to experience in life, God is already there. Does that not comfort you? Anybody got anything freaky getting ready to happen this week, maybe? Or even this afternoon that you already know about? Lord knows where you're going to be doing karaoke for Jesus, man. I mean, you ever experience anything freaky at karaoke at one of the Elks Lodge, BPOs, whatever? Is there anything freaky? Yeah, even on the road at one in the morning, man. But guess who's before you, and guess who's behind you? You are a God sandwich, I'm just, and where does God live, y'all? Where does the Holy Spirit of God live? In you, you are totally encompassed by God. So that's why we know, you guys ready? You guys ready? Everybody help me out, one, two, three. God knows everything! Is that not crazy? Man, y'all give it up for God, yeah. Man, you go before me, follow me. You place, you place your hand a blessing on my head. I heard two people talking about that. He's opened the spigot, and blessings are coming down on your head, and I can tell by your hair it is. All right, so and look what he says, man. The psalmist, such knowledge. Just the, what little bit I can comprehend about how much you know about me is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. Hey, how many of y'all ever get in your own head and kind of discourage yourself? You get in your own head, woe is me. Nobody loves me. Everybody hates me. Guess I'll go eat worms, whatever. <laughs> Any of y'all ever just really beat yourself up? Go read this verse. Look what the psalmist said. Do you think David had anything to complain about? You think David ever had any issues? Dude, David had issues with, he's supposed to be the king, and, and the king wasn't ready to let him be the king yet. God wasn't ready for him to be the king. He had a son trying to kill him. He had all these things going on, but look what encouraged him. Look what encouraged him. Man, the fact that he's a God sandwich, that encouraged him. God, man, the knowledge, what little bit I can understand about how much you love me is too wonderful for me. It's too great for me to understand. I can't even get that. He goes on and says, how precious are your thoughts about me, oh God. Man, they cannot, what, they cannot be what? So here, you thought you could count it, but you don't have the patience? You know what he says? The thought, you might be able to count these holes, but you cannot count how many thoughts, awesome thoughts God has about you. Hey, when is God thinking about you? Who said that? Yes, all the time. I thought it was an older voice. I was listening. But not that old, but not like 62, all right? I'm just saying, no. I just turned 60 yesterday, all right? So anyways, and by all counts of the imagination, when I was a kid, 60 was that limit. There is no way to make 60 young. And I'm sorry if you're older than that or that age. But when I was a kid, I'm just, this birthday, it doesn't really freak me out or nothing. It's just like, dude, I am old. I definitely am old. Praise God. Doesn't <laughs> mean I'm going to act my age because I've never been this age before. I don't know what it's like. So, all right. But man, look at what it says. You they cannot, you cannot think about it, uh, how much God's thinking about. Is he thinking about you right now? Is he thinking about you now? How about now? Is he thinking about you now? Is he thinking about you now? Oh, is he thinking about you now? Is he thinking about you now? Hey, can your mom think of both of you at the same time? No, look at them. They were like, uh, no. But you know who can think about you at the same time? Who? Yes. Isn't that amazing? And you cannot number. He can think of all of us at the same time. Man, so when you see a surfboard and you see the foam in there, think about how much right at that moment God's thinking about you. Hey, that'll change the way you act in the surf, won't it, Tiny? <laughs> It'll keep you from competing and fighting with other people when you represent him, right? How precious are your thoughts about me, oh God? They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand, Hey, how many of y'all like see, feel the sand? You feel the sand on the bottom here? Yeah. Hey, uh, are are you a clean freak, man? You like, can you count all the sand that's on my feet? (laughs) Oh, you're the mathematician. You're good. Can can you count all the sand that's on my feet? No. Oh, because first it was like, I don't have the patience to. Now it's like, I just don't want to. All right, but I get it. Yeah. Could you go out and count all the sand in a handful of sand? Barb, you're on the beach every day taking gorgeous pictures of everything you see. Man, tomorrow morning, anytime you start getting in your own head, man, grab a handful of sand and start trying to count the grains of that sand. Do you think you could even count the grains of sand in a handful? No. No. Gary, when you lose that big snook, or you finally catch one and it's not snook season. And you know, God wants you to release it in the name of Jesus. <laughs> man, grab a handful of sand and try to count the grains of sand and realize, man, all the precious thoughts God has for us is much better than, the, than, than a keeper snook. And keeper snooks pretty good, isn't it? <laughs> Better than anything that we could be missing at that point in time. Man, I can't. He's, you know what God says? He says, I can't even count the grains of sand. They outnum- I can't even count the thoughts he has. They outnumber. God has more thoughts about you. When's he thinking about you? Right now. When's he thinking about you? Me. Right now, all the time, he's thinking about, there's more thoughts he's having about you than there are grains of sand on the beach. So, dude, no wonder he knows everything about you. Your mom thinks about you a lot, doesn't she? Yeah, Yeah, but not nearly as much as God. Did you that not cool? Outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, (laughs) when I wake up, for those of you sleeping in church, when it's over, no God was still thinking about you while you were sleeping in church, all right? <laughs> when I wake up, you are still with me. So man, think about that, y'all. So that's the first part. And help me out with the first part, guys. Help me out with the first part. One, two, three. Hey, can that change your life, y'all? Can, you don't think so? I want you to think about that. No, I'm not talking about me. Thank you, ma'am. I like you're a Berean. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I can't. But can that change your life? The fact that God is thinking about you all the time. Is there anywhere you can go and he's not thinking about you? And God knows everything about everyone and everything. So what's God the expert at? Everything. What are you the expert at? Nothing. So that's why you got to get to know him. See, I like these kids. They got simple answers. Y'all try to overthink it. Well, yeah, let me do it. No, God's the expert at everything. You're the expert at nothing. Get to know him. You need to know. And what does he tell us in John 14, 26 when he promised the Holy Spirit? He said, I will teach you everything you will need to know, and I'll bring to remembrance everything I've already taught you. What a cool thought, huh? So you know what? Has anybody ever seen Terry fall over and faint and pass out? This is Terry over here. Have you ever seen him fall over and pass out? He's fixing to right now. I think I'm done. <laughs> I think I'm done, and it's like it's like 10 till, bro. And uh, I, I, really, I really think that's all God wants us to know today is that he knows everything. <laughs> So so I think that means that in about eight, nine weeks, we will probably hit the submission thing because we've got to finish the surfboard. <laughs> but, but God knows everything. And I, 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 man, I, I want you to take these scriptures and I want you to think about it. He knows everything and he loves you. How about that? <laughs> Have you ever met somebody and like, well, they're pretty cool. That's all right. And then you get to know them, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> the more you get to know them, no, that's God knows everything about you, and He loves you, man. That's pretty awesome. If you don't have a relationship with Him, if you've never given Him your life and said, man, to the, <laughs> you love me, and you know everything about me, and, and and you want to take care of everything for me, and you're everywhere, man. God, I, I want to give you. I want to give you my life. And and when you give him your life, how, what kind of how, how long do you get to live with him? When you surrender yourself, to him, when you give him your life, he how long do you get to live with him? Forever, forever, yeah. And is there anything you can ever do to lose that? Is there anything can, can it can it fall out of your pocket like a microphone? Can, do you have to renew it like every like a subscription and they automatically take it out of your bank account every month? Is it renewed? No, not like a phone app. Yeah. Seriously, seriously, you get it and you've got it for how long? But it takes you saying, you know what? I don't want to be the boss. I want to let the one who knows everything about me be my boss. <laughs> the one who not only knows everything, but here, I'm going to give you a, uh, what we're going to do next week. Y'all cool sitting up here next week? Yeah, and I'll let you think about it. Your butts are kind of sore right now, right? But next week, so we got, we got God knows everything. You know what we're going to do next week? Y'all help me out. Help me out. God can do, let me see your guns, anything. God can do anything. And then one day we're going to do this one. God is everywhere. (laughs) All right. Three weeks, three weeks, I think, if we go on with our path, all right, we're going to end up doing that. But today I want you just to remember God knows everything. About who? Yeah, about you. And he knows your future. He knows your past. So when God says, don't go there, don't do that, should we listen? Yeah, because he knows what's going to happen. And he loves us. Let's pray. Father, thank you for loving us. Thank you for taking care of us. Thank you for giving us your scripture. And Father, thank you for just reminding us And really maybe letting some of us know for the first time of how much you really do know. Your thoughts for us are are more than the grains of sand. That blows me away. I'm in sand all the time. I watch new people come to the beach and they try to get in their vehicle and try to brush all the sand off, (laughs) not knowing that that sand is eternal, man. They're always forever going to have sand in everything once they're here. But even those grains of sand in the floorboard and in our house that we can't get rid of, Father, they don't even compare to all the thoughts that you have towards us. Father, every time we see sand, Father, I would pray that we would be encouraged to know that you are fully aware of everything going on in our life. And you love us. You love us more than we love our children. And we love our children a lot. We do anything for them, but our power And our presence is limited. Yours is not. Help us to find encouragement in the fact that you know everything. And Father, if there's someone here that doesn't have a relationship with you, Father, I pray you give them the desire they can't refuse to surrender everything they know about themselves, everything they know about you. And for those of us that have kind of let the relationship wane maybe, Father, I pray it would be renewed knowing that you are constantly thinking about us and we would in turn constantly be thinking about you because both Peter and James said, we'll have perfect peace if our mind is focused on you. And I pray for these things in Jesus' name. And all God's people said.